Welcome to Our Sleeve Live podcast, hosted by Kelly and Mel, two lifelong friends who took control of their lives by having gastric sleeve surgery five years apart. This podcast is really for you, our listeners, whether you're pre-op, post-op, maintaining, being a support person, or maybe none of these. But this is your podcast. Now it's time for the show. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to interview Matt. Yeah, Mr. Which is Matt. Melanie's older brother. And he had the lap band surgery. Yes. How long ago? Uh, so it'd be six years in December. Six years ago. Yeah. All right. So. And you no longer have it. No, I got it removed uh, two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to get a lot of information about like yes. getting in, getting out. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Oh, man. Um, that's, my, that's my one. It's one. I'm allowed one per episode. Per episode. I respect it. One. I respect it. Okay. So good. Well, because we have a trash episode, which we might release to people. Yes. But she said that, I think, five. 50 times. It was, it was a lot. lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. And Melanie's like, if you say it, well, oh, well, there it was works. no banter. Nothing wrong with that. No, that was not a good episode. <laughs> it was good. But that's fine. There were good parts in it. It was just the majority of it was not good. No. Yeah, whatever works. Yeah, it's all true. Good. But thanks for having me on. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, so fun. thanks for coming. Yeah. I know that we had to schedule this a few different times, but COVID, you know. Yeah, hashtag COVID. It's out there. COVID sucks. Stay COVID safe. Sucks. Hashtag COVID sucks. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but uh, yeah, I got it. Surgery, what, 2014? So December, lap band. Perfect. So what, can you describe what the lap band is for those that don't know? Yeah, no. It's, um, it's, it's interesting. So it's laparoscopic surgery. So they don't like, you're in and out same day. Okay. Um, and all they do is make three incisions into your stomach. Nice. Um, and they put a tube in there mm-hmm. um, and like a ring kind of around your, um, I don't know what it's called, around the tube that leads into your stomach. Okay. And so, and they put liquid and then they run like a port, like a right above, right, above, right below your belly skin. Okay. So you can feel the port through your stomach. Oh, oh weird. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, like, a, like a bionic man, like Terminator. It's <laughs> uh, pretty cool. One step at a time. Yeah. And so they run that tube and then uh, what they do is they put saline into um, that port, which runs down to the ring and then that inflates. And so it makes your... Um, your stomach smaller by well, squeezing so like, it. It tightens and it tightens it, so you can't eat as much um, doing that way. So, okay. but they don't take any of your stomach out. No, so no. All of you, everything's still the same. It's yeah. just that that silicone. All ring. my parts are still there. All yeah. your parts. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's good. Let's hope all your parts are there. Yeah, they're all there. That'd be a little weird. Yeah. Uh, Woke uh, up from uh, surgery, you're like, ah, missing a kidney. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, they're all there, but they didn't cut my stomach at all. So they just put that okay. around there and then tighten it. Okay. And nice. then you go in every uh, month and they tighten it more and more oh, wow. until it's very restrictive. Okay. So, but it's a slow kind of process. Okay. So, but I chose that one because I didn't want my stomach cut. I was like, in my mind, okay. it was a temporary thing. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't going in thinking permanent. So. Okay. We were going to yeah. ask that, actually. Yeah. Okay. It was one of our our curious questions that we were like, hmm, I wonder why he chose lap band over... So, you wanted a temporary option. You did yeah. not want anything permanent. No, I didn't want it permanent. I have commitment issues, I've, um, except for my wife. I'm, I can commit to everything. Yeah. Nothing else except to her. So. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it was. I, I didn't want it permanent. I wanted it temporary. What's so. funny is I told... I told when we were having this conversation, I was mm-hmm. like, you know, me and Matt are like commitment phobia, but when we know something's permanent, it's a whole different story. And I don't know if that, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Because I, I got like a bunch of anxiety this week because I put this all under like an actual S Corp. Oh. So fancy. we're an actual like, business. We're an actual business with and a, her anxiety went through the roof. It was nuts. so funny. It was, but I noticed that like anything is like a contract with money. 
I get real, I get like that. Well, uh, I was like, Mel, you know we no. can dissolve this at any point. She's yeah. Like, I know, but I don't want to. And I'm like, but you, you seem kind of freaked out a little bit. I was like, we're married now, basically. This yeah. is like, this is like a marriage. Like, we're family. Like, exactly. This is, yeah, I just changed my mind a lot. Like, um, okay. I... I'm all in on something. I go hard in the paint. I, I want to know everything. I want to do it all. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, is this one of those things or is it something I, I will keep with for a while? So, so has okay. your view kind of changed since you took it out? Uh, on what? On having surgery on itself? having something more permanent. So like having the sleeve surgery or the gastric bypass. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. I guess I don't. I learned a lot through the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, on my heaviest, when I got surgery, I was 450 pounds. Wow. Okay. okay. And then my lowest, I got down to 290. Wow. So, okay. but the fir- the surgery really, the first year, it took me from 450 to 337. Okay. Um, and then I was like, wasn't losing weight anymore. Mm. Um, and the doctor told me, she's like, hey, you're only going to lose about 100 pounds. Okay. Um, that's what she well, she wanted me to get the sleeve or mm-hmm. gastric because I would go down to like 210. Yeah. Um, Which is a much healthier, healthier weight. Yeah. And that's where you wanted to be at too. Yeah. Eventually I wanted to get there. So like 337... I wasn't losing any more weight. And then I was like, okay, I better do something different. Because in my brain, mm-hmm. I'm like repeating the same thing over and over and getting, mm-hmm. uh, no, you're not going to get a different result. You're getting frustrated because yeah. it's nothing's changing. Exactly. Yeah. So I hired a personal trainer mm. um, who and wrote my meals and wrote my workouts. And I did that for probably five months. Mm. Okay. But it was like six meals a day with lap band um meal prep every sunday so all my meals were prepped for the week which is nice yeah it was good um so i went from 337 to 290 Mm -hmm. um and i did that from march to august so it was like so i that was uh but it was meal the meal prep got to me i couldn't do it after five months five months of doing six meals a day Mm-hmm. And meal prepping every Sunday, it was just too much. It's intense. So it's, I was it's like, a lot of work. Yeah. And my personal trainer, like, had, like, a midlife crisis and, oh. like, took all his clients' money and moved to the East Coast. And, like, oh. disconnected his oh. email, disconnected his number. So oh. Whoa. Uh, that's a positive thought. Yeah. So that was not – and the best thing was he sent an email out, like, the day before. Hey, dues – you know, your dues are due. So we all paid, and then we didn't hear from him again. So, <gasps> what a dick. Yeah. yeah. Not, not a nice person. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I had no idea. I didn't know that. And when you're in like weight loss area, like you get connected to the people that are helping you Mm -hmm. to have somebody betray you like that. Yeah. That shocks me. Well, I was living in Lacey, Washington, and he was down here in Portland. Oh. And so, like, we would correspond video and email. Mm -hmm. And then when we would take a trip to see my wife's parents, like, I would go work out with him. And he had, like, an exclusive gym that was kind of, like, built into, like, a storage area. And you had, like, have a special code to get in out in West. I think it was out uh, somewhere in Portland. Um, But, uh, yeah, so it was a pretty cool gym. But, yeah, he, he bounced and took all the money. So wow. What can you do? Wow. That's That's nuts. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna have to back up. So let's get to the timeline. Yes. Sorry. Melanie likes her timeline. So we're going to reverse a little bit. No worries. So six years ago. Yes. So what was like the moment I need to do this? Oh, the moment. Yeah. I didn't tell you the moment. The moment is, uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty heartbreaking. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I remember it quite well. We were, uh, it was the one weekend and the kids are like, Hey, we want to go on a bike ride. Mm. Uh, but we're like, Oh, we don't have all bikes. Like we mm-hmm. have, you know, we have like five kids and two adults. And mm-hmm. I think we had four, four kids then probably mm-hmm. or three. I don't know. I have a lot of kids, <laughs> but, um, but, but we're like Kelly and I, my wife didn't have, uh, bikes. 
So we're like, hey, we need to go buy bikes. So we go mm-hmm. buy us bikes. Got them all put together. I'm like, okay, let's go. So we're riding bikes. Everything's going good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's kind of hard. Like, I don't remember bike riding being this hard. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, but halfway through the bike ride, my tires are flat. And I'm and oh. I'm like, oh, this feels good. I'm the fat guy who flatted his tires. Mm. So oh. in your brain, you're like, this is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Number then it gets one. but then it gets worse. Oh, uh, so oh. then I'm like, okay, well, I got to push the bike back. So then my daughter comes up and it's like, Dad, what's wrong with your bike? Why are the tires flat? Oh. And so instead of telling her the truth that, hey, your, mm-hmm. your dad's a fat ass and broke his wheels. I was like, oh, there's something on the bike, honey. I got to push it back. Mm. So that was the moment of like, okay, I can't even ride a bike with my kids. Right. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just in my brain was like, okay, like. I'd rather eat food than ride a bike with my child mm. is kind of how I like thought about it. Mm-hmm. And like so that. that was the moment I was like, okay, I got to do this. Well, not yeah. only that, but you had to tell her a story. Yeah, to lie to her. Yeah. 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 That probably didn't feel good. No, no, it's not good to lie to your kids. Um, so, and then my wife and I, we were talking about the surgery for a while. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, we'll wait till, wait till you're 30. You can get it. You'll lose weight by then. Mm-hmm. And then 30 came and went. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to be 31. Mm. Probably should do this now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So then uh, that was in the summer. And then I applied with uh, organ weight loss surgery in August. Mm-hmm. Which is the same surgery center as Yeah, we went to yeah. the same one. Yeah. So what made you pick them? Just Google. I oh, just really? typed in or like weight loss surgery. And yeah, they were the first, the first one on the Google search. That's all it was. Awesome. Okay. Um, and so then I went and applied. And they're like, okay, well, it can take up to three months to get back to you. So I didn't wow. think I didn't really think about it for yeah. a while because I'm like I applied. I mean I was then I was starting to try to eat healthy and not do not eat as much as I was before. Mm-hmm. You were taking steps. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I got a call and they're like, uh, "Yeah, you have an appointment. Come on in and see the doctor." So awesome. I'm like, "Okay, cool." So went and did that. Had the consultation mm-hmm. and she you know, ran me through all of it and she's like, "Which one do you want to do?" And I was like, "Well, I want to talk about it with my wife and mm-hmm. we'll figure it out." And then I was like, "I don't want to be cut open. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose my stomach." Yeah. Um, cause I want to get to where I want to go and then take it out. Mm-hmm. So she didn't agree. She's like, no, yeah. I want you to do sleeve or gastric. Yeah. And I'm like, but she's like, I'll do whatever you want to do. You're the patient. Yeah. She's like, but you're only going to lose about a hundred. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And then in my mind, I'm like, I'll prove her wrong. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I, know I, that think, I think everybody thinks that like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's, that's not, I got I mean, this. Don't yeah. you tell me you can't do something. Yeah, I mean, you're a PhD. You don't know anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I, I've never gone to medical school. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got this. Yeah. You I yeah. WebMD. Yeah. 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 I got this. <laughs> yeah. I know how this works. Because uh, I've done so far. It's so good so far, you know. Um, but yeah, so I, I ended up choosing that. And the tests were kind of crazy that they put me through because it was, I remember I had to be like in this like, um kind of like capsule and like they like and i had to breathe through this tube because they were measuring how much fat was on my body and so i had 59 percent of my body was fat yeah Yeah. holy crap yeah Yeah. so that was kind of wake up call too and it's like yeah the majority of your body is fat i'm like oh that feels good Mm -hmm. so did that and then they had to go through um kind of like a therapist to mm-hmm. make sure that I wouldn't like leave my wife and kids and, mm-hmm. and, uh, cause that's, I guess the divorce rate's really high. It is very, very high. When, yeah. And I can see it, right? You lose weight. Mm-hmm. You got this whole self esteem. You're yeah. like, oh, oh, this, oh, you feel I, great. I, mean, I feel great. Everybody's looking at me mm-hmm. like, oh, I can do better. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of mentality. So that, and then make sure I wouldn't kill myself. So that yes, was like the two main, yeah. yeah. So I had one or no, two sessions over the phone. Okay. How long were they? Like an hour. Okay. Yeah. So longer. Yeah. Okay. So, and then that was it. And then they sent off to my insurance. And then my insurance was like, you're approved. 
Awesome. So I didn't have to lose any weight before. There was nothing like that. So went and did that. And then, yeah, had the, I had my consult probably in October. And then I had the, the surgery to stay on timeline. December 1st, right. 2014. 1st. It was quick. She's yeah. quick. She's man. Very Dr. Quick. Patterson is like not messing around. Yeah. She yeah. Just, yeah. She, but she also, she knows what she's doing. Yes. And so I feel like if you weren't ready, she wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Because when we talk to her, she's funny. She's like, if I could get you in and out within a month, I would. But yeah. that just, I can't. But a lot of surgery, you know. Oh, yeah. You have to go through certain steps. Like I went through six months. Yeah. Um, which... They changed my insurance in the middle of mine. So it yeah. ended up being like, I only had to do three months, gotcha. but I ended up doing the full six months, gotcha. which I was fine with because I loved my nutritionist, my yeah. therapist, all of that. Um, did you like your therapist that you talked to? I didn't really care. Okay. I mean, it was just more check the box. Okay. Like, let me get off the phone. I know I'm not going to leave my wife and I know I'm not going to off myself. Okay. So right. let's just get through this. Okay. So, yeah. That's what it felt like for me too. Like yeah. it, it didn't, we didn't actually have a connection to a therapist. It was really mm-hmm. just to make sure we were not yeah. going to do anything wrong. Yeah. It, it wasn't like you were going in and you could talk about anything. Yeah, no, no, it was strictly okay. on the weight loss. How do I feel about it? Okay. What are my goals? Like, do I have any trauma in my childhood? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. It wasn't nothing like go in and it was all over the phone too it was kind of impersonal so yeah do you feel like if it was like a zoom it would have been a little bit more yeah i think so i mean the visual helps because you're on the phone i could be doing anything else i'm on the phone you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yeah not i'm just answering questions Mm -hmm. not paying attention so yeah Yeah, because mine came down to one and it was only 30 minutes so the fact that you had two for an hour two for an hour each yeah yeah like that's but yeah i got the surgery surgery kelly took me in my, my beautiful wife Aww. and um went in and it was uh i mean it was a little overwhelming we took pictures you know Good. which is kind of funny uh i looked like my i was 450 pounds they weighed me in that morning okay um and yeah i look like i have like a bunch of food in my cheeks it's kind of funny <laughs> so yeah my whole face changed losing weight is oh yeah it did it uh, like yeah. makes it your face longer yeah i feel like almost yeah. yeah um it's like the sides kind of deflate right yeah yeah all of those marshmallows that they're, you kept in yeah. tucked in your cheeks they're gone they're gone yeah <laughs> um what was your pre-op food like uh Did you oh have to do anything yeah, special? i think i had to do two weeks of liquids two weeks okay yeah no yeah no two weeks after two i, weeks I after, had no okay. pre-op food stuff okay so no. you didn't have to do any liquid diets prior no yeah, remember she doesn't nothing. like to well she did 24 hours for melanie yeah just so i wasn't oh. sure if she did the yeah same. they did the same for me but it was like normal like you don't eat before surgery the midnight before Got kind it. of thing yeah okay so yeah. it wasn't no. okay no because yeah, i did two weeks of yeah i remember hearing before. that before yeah and it was very hard. Yeah. Very hard. Post-op, I, I did two weeks of liquid. Okay. Yeah. And it's, cr- I remember that um, I broke down the third or fourth day. Okay. Okay. Um, just started bawling because mm. I'm like, it almost like, I guess you call it shame. Like, it was mm-hmm. like, why couldn't I do this myself? Why mm-hmm. did I have to have a, a something to help me? Mm-hmm. Why am I not strong enough? You know, why can other people do this but not me? Because you don't want to feel weak. You know, no, totally. you don't want to feel weak and you don't want to feel like you failed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I did that once, um, like three days in. But then, yeah, the, okay. the liquid diet, it sucked because at the end of the liquid diet, I almost forgot how to chew. Like, it was weird to like chew. <laughs> Melody said the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a weird. weird feeling. It's a weird feeling, yeah. for sure. But I dropped like 30 pounds in the first Easily. two weeks. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. It's crazy to get on the scale, like, because I weighed myself once a day yeah. during my pre-op. And it would go down, like, a pound and a half a day. Yeah. And so when I, after surgery, when I went to go weigh myself, and 
I had gone up like four pounds because of all of the air that they put in your chest and everything, the gas paintings. Um, It was crazy because I was like, what the hell? Why (laughs) have I gained weight? Like, I just had surgery. Then I'm like, okay, calm down. You're fine. It'll come off. But yeah, Yeah. it was kind of cool to see like the poundage just start crazily going down. It was was crazy. I I was just, and getting used to liquids for two weeks because then I had to do two Mm. weeks of like um, blended food. Mm-hmm. After that, okay, pureed, yeah, yeah. pureed food, yeah. um, and then I think I was back to solids at the five week mark. Wow, yeah. like soft foods, soft or foods, yes, sorry. Food. And then, okay. and then after six weeks, I was back to regular food. There we go. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so. and what did you start eating like right when you could get to real food? Um, it was just really protein, so okay. small amounts of protein and lots of water. Like that's really all I had. Okay. Um, I it was weird because I. With the uh, lap band, it's different. Mm-hmm. You can get you can get stuff stuck and choke. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's different because that tube is like in your chest. Yeah, like and it's tightened, and so it'll sit in your chest like you're having a heart attack until it oh passes gosh. through the tube. Ooh. Oh, and so I was so scared mm-hmm. of that happening. So I would eat very like chew it up like i had to practice chewing because you had to chew i think it was they wanted like 20 times yeah, per 25 bite times, yeah I think something like that normal, yeah. yeah and then they wouldn't let me drink any liquid with a straw yeah, okay. uh, because of the air was what they were worried about yeah. so that i had to get used to that but yeah i was uh, very like chicken steak okay um you know just any kind of meat that i could a swallow okay and chew up did you find one food better than the other uh yeah like i couldn't do any any uh meat that was shredded Okay. I could not eat. Oh, really? Yeah, I found that out the hard way. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it got stuck once. Interesting, because you think oh. the shredded would be easier because yeah. it's already, like, partially yeah. Yeah. No. broken it, down? It, well, it was so dry. So, I, I like, That's... they always talk about, like, slider foods and stuff. Mm. And so, but for me, I needed something to make the meat go down because yeah. if it was dry meat it would get stuck so like okay. you know i would do like sugar-free ketchup mustard something to dip it in to get okay. it to go down got it um, but like the shredded stuff i couldn't get to go down like Even it was if you did like sugar-free barbecue sauce or something like that no i no? still couldn't get it to go down oh, wow it was that's rough. interesting that's interesting i had it happen twice um mm. one we were at like a church function mm. um and i kelly looks at me and she's like are you okay i'm like no it's stuck oh this is horrible so i had to um then you start hacking in front of everybody oh. because you're you're trying to cough this up yeah like you're gonna it's either gonna come out or go down and so there's no like and so i couldn't take the pain anymore so i ran to the bathroom and just puked it up well yeah i mean like I, i've mm. done it before yeah it's, you just either eat too much or it's stuck or, I yeah, mean. Yeah, it's horrible. It's the worst pain. Mm-hmm. And then it ha- happened again at a work trip where I was in California. <sighs> and we're at a banquet hall. And I had, like, okay, I, I had shredded pork. But they had, it had uh, a lot of sugar-free barbecue sauce okay. on it. I'm like, this should be easy. Yeah. You know, I'll take the risk. And now it got stuck again. And so, like, my buddy of mine, Darren, was like, dude, you don't look okay. I go, I'll be right back. Uh-huh. And then, I know what to do with yeah, this. Yeah, and then got rid of it oh. that way. But, yeah, it that's the worst, it's like the worst pain, just being stuck. Mm. So, and they, they try to do, because they tighten your band and they loosen your band. Okay. Because if your band's too tight, everything gets stuck. Mm. But then if your band is too loose, you can overeat. So mm-hmm. it's like this give and take. And Happy they have to, medium. yeah, they got to monitor how much liquid is in your band. Wow. And so, like, we were kind of at that spot where, like, it wasn't too tight, it wasn't too loose, but just mm. that shredded food would get me. Oh, so. That's the one. That's so funny. Yeah. That's yeah. so weird, like, how different... Some people's bodies can handle it and some people's can't. Yeah. 
The um, interesting thing is when you have lap band, you get your um, liquid put in your port, right? You go in like every month and they stab a needle into your little port in your stomach okay. and they tighten it. And then you have to drink water after. You can't leave the doctor's office until you can swallow because they don't want to go too tight. Oh, um, that makes sense. Yeah, so okay. you drink the water. And then it was kind of the fun thing, which is like, hey, she would tell you, Dr. Patterson's nurse or whatever would mm -hmm. tell you, you can have any liquid you want for 24 hours. And I'm like, what do you mean any liquid? She's like, yeah, go have a milkshake, go have something cool just for 24 hours um, because you're mm -hmm. not going to get, eat, they don't want you to eat. So it was very interesting. So no solids. No solids. No yeah. solids whatsoever. Yeah. I'm surprised that they would say like milkshake. Well, I love that nurse because she said milkshake. And so. Yeah, because I'm like, mm, should you be having a milkshake? Oh, not at all. Really? Not at all. But when the nurse tells you, I'm going to listen You're to like, the medical oh, doctor. You know. Oh, but you won't listen to Dr. Patterson. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but the nurse, the she knows what she's talking about. So. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it's in correlation of milkshake. Yeah, it's an extension oh. of Dr. Patterson. So it makes sense. So. Okay. Yeah. But, That's hilarious. But yeah, I thought it was funny. So when you came out of surgery, yes, how did you feel? Like when you like woke up? Oh, I felt groggy. I was I was like I woke up. First thing I said, I go, "Where's my wife?" Oh, <laughs> and it wasn't like I was like sad. I was like, "Tell her." I go, "Tell her I'm okay." Oh, and they're like, "We'll we'll tell her, Mr. Austin." And I'm like, "Okay." And then, uh, yeah, my stomach hurt from the gas. Yeah, pain. from the gas pain. Mm. From the gas pain, and honestly. Uh, it was one of the reasons I took it out was because of the gas pain. Like yeah. I had gas pain from day one of surgery till the day I took it out. And then Whoa. the pain was gone after I took it out. Weird. So, yeah, I was, I mean, not to get too far down the rabbit hole, but like, I'm not a gassy person. Yeah. But yeah. when I had that, I was, it was insane. Huh. Like, Interesting. Yeah. yeah Did crazy. you feel like, I call them gurgles. The gurgles. But gurgles in your like chest. Stuff, I guess. So no. like it feels like, okay. You felt bloated. Okay. That's constantly bloated. Like oh. I could not get it to go away. Like I bought oh. stock in Gas X pretty much. Oh, like that's rough. Like four years of feeling bloated. That'd be annoying yeah. as hell. And the doctor was like, it's just a side effect of having lap band. Of just the lap band. Just the lap band. Yeah. Wow. Because so you can probably, your body can actually feel the lap band on your stomach. So you yeah. feel like there's something there. Yeah. It was very, uh, very bloated for four years. Okay. Because so. Kel, does this happen to you where if you eat too much, you feel like there's like a line here sometimes, mm -hmm. like it hurts. Mm -hmm. So you probably felt that all day long. Yeah. Ugh, all day long. Sucks. No, all day long. Thank you. Yeah, it was not. It was not fun. That was kind of the ultimate decision to get it out because I'm like, this is causing more discomfort than it is uh, helping at the, yeah. the at the end of it. So that makes um, sense. But but yeah, no, I, I felt I was pretty groggy, and then I was in and out same day. So I came in at like eight in the morning, left at like four. Oh, and uh, my wife drove me home, and I think I called my best friend high on Vicodin or whatever <laughs> pill they gave me. I'm like, I made it. I'm good. I'm skinny oh, now. Oh like I was totally high off oh, the medication. You're hilarious. He was laughing. That's so. that's pretty funny. Did yeah. you record it? I wish I did. But yeah, no, I that would have been funny. I did not. Seriously. So. What uh, was your first drink? Like, what did you have? Was it just water for a while? Just water, yeah. Just yeah. water. I mean, I, I've only, I never really like carbonated drinks anyway. Yeah, me neither. Uh, occasionally I'll have, I used to drink, well, when I was fat, I used to drink, or fatter, I should say. <laughs> um, I, I would drink six rock stars a day. Like Holy hell. easy. Wow. Yeah. Like it was so bad. Like I would order, we moved to Texas for a year. Mm hmm. 
And the city we moved to didn't have the flavor of Rockstar that I liked because it was a small town. Oh, yeah. And so I went and got smart and was like, I ordered a case from Rockstar themselves of that flavor and just had it sent to my house. And then I knew that people didn't sell it in the city I was in. So I would sell them out of the back of my trunk and make the money back for the case plus the ones I have. But yeah, I have about six a day. Um, is oh, what yeah. I what I used to drink. I mean, this is uh, this is Matt here. He's, yeah. he's still wheeling and dealing, and then oh yeah, well, I got to pay for what I want. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. so it worked out pretty well. It. But yeah, so I used to drink that, but now I just drink iced tea and water. That's the only thing. I, okay. I mean, that's kind of the two I unsweetened, mean, unsweetened black okay. tea. People think I'm crazy. You put lemon in it, and that's it. Oh, no, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, that's I all, love. That's all I drink. Oh no, so. we get made fun of for that. I don't know what it is. I don't know. They're like, nope, it needs to be sweet tea. No, no, no. no. And P.S. Don't ask me when I go if I if I want want tea don't be like unsweetened yeah all tea is unsweetened oh no she's gonna go on a rant seriously i'm with you it's so annoying you're like you like you can't unsweeten tea yeah no i, I didn't get ask it. for raspberry tea did i right did i asked for peach no i didn't i asked for tea yeah living in texas everything was sweet tea first yep. mm-hmm. and so then uh, i was like the crazy person who said no i want it unsweetened they're like are you sure honey i'm like yep. yes i want it unsweetened so well, me and cody go to missouri yeah to visit friends of ours and Everywhere you go, it's sweet tea, sweet tea, sweet tea. And so I'll order it because we went last October. Mm -hmm. And so I was still like just uh, no carbonation, no nothing. Like I, it was either tea or it was water. Yeah. You're like what? Six months in? Seven months? Something like that? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, And so I would go and order just plain tea, like Chick-fil-A. Bomb. We all know my love of Chick Fil A, yes. but they um, they have them on like every corner. Oh, and, nice! And so we, we went to Chick Fil A. Like I'm not even kidding you, every, like, day. every day. And we, I would order my meal, and then I would get my iced tea on the side, and they're like sweetened, and I'm like no, and they mm-hmm. just look at me like, hey, what weirdo, what's wrong with yeah, you? You're I'm, like, like, I'm from Oregon. <laughs> Sorry, funny. we don't do sweet tea. Yeah. No, like, no, you're no. the problem. You're yeah. the problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, sweet tea has a crap ton of sugar oh it's so bad for you it's awful for you Mm -hmm. and i didn't realize it until i was looking it up on chick-fil-a because they have all of the little like calories on it Mm -hmm. i was like holy shit that's a lot of sugar yeah that's a lot and that is that where you want to waste your sugar like allotment exactly no no it's gonna be like something good (laughs) yeah i want some cheesecake or an ice cream (laughs) i'd rather use it on my sauce like, because I know those sauces aren't great yeah. for you. Oh, good so point. I would rather use it on my sauce to eat my chicken than I would just drink it. Yeah. So, and that's Wait. why I don't order like big sugary coffees anymore. Because what's the what's... point? Yes. So exactly. I just do my espresso and protein. I sure. try to get into coffee because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I eventually need to drink coffee at some mm-hmm. point, I feel like. And I just <laughs> can't do it. Like, I can't do it without like doctoring it. To the point of yeah. you're not supposed to drink it. Yeah. Like I've, I've turned it from tea or coffee to like a milkshake at the end of that. Okay. I'm like, this is not going to work. So. All right. I'm the same way. I don't yeah. like the better taste. I like the taste of coffee, just not straight coffee. Like, like, okay. uh, like if you put like, I was making coffee, um, it was just coffee and okay. then heavy cream. Okay. Um, and then oh, something the, else I the forget. MCT oil. Oh uh, yes, MCT oil. Yes. Yeah. What's was, MCT oil? It's Ex- a. It's like a. It's almost like coconut oil. It's like a good oil. You can have like a just like a liquid you put in your drink. It's oh. good for you. Okay. Um, it's especially it's keto friendly. People yeah. people like it. But I would do that. So that was fine. Okay. But then I got tired of that after a while. Did you ever so. try the protein shake in the coffee? No, I heard you guys talking about it on the podcast. So it's I thought about trying so it. So bomb. That's cool. So bomb. So you just get 
like I get a triple shot of espresso over ice and then I just pour whatever flavor protein shake you want over the top. Nice. And you just drink it iced and it's it's so good. Can you do powder or is it liquid it's protein? Just, like, I just get the pre-made bottles so that I can just go to my fridge and grab one out when oh, I'm okay. leaving. So it's just, for me, it's just a ease thing. Gotcha. Um, but you can do the powder and you just mix it up ahead of time. Yeah. And then when you go to Starbucks or whatever, you just pour yeah, it over the top. I'm going to I'm gonna try it. You should. Yeah. A lot of our viewers have been like, no, they're amazing. Like they'll do like s'mores protein shake. Mm. So I do the coffee. s'mores. Yeah. She does I'm that. obsessed with it. They'll it's do chocolate. so delicious. Nice. Um, but yeah, you can do chocolate, peanut butter and chocolate. They have a thin mint one if you like mint. I do like mint. Um, at GNC. Hmm. And you can actually, we we're, I was telling Melanie about it today. I went in there and they have an exchange program. Huh. So if you go in and you buy the Thin Mint and you try it and you're like, mm, nope, it's not what I want, you can bring it back in and exchange it for something else. That's, That's cool. cool. That's pretty cool. So, because yeah. I think you get kind of weirded out when you're in there and you're like, I'm spending $35 on a canister of protein. Yep. And you don't know if you're going to like it. Yeah. So this kind of helps you a little bit. That's Seriously. Smart. Kind of justify it a little bit. I smart. like it. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so. surgery in December. Okay. Back to got cleared for working out in February, March, right around there. Okay. okay. So slipping right around there, and then just started doing um, cardio and weightlifting. And that helped, you that. think? Yeah, that helped for sure. I mean, the the big thing is like you can have surgery, and then mm. if but you can overeat, and mm-hmm. you can not, and it won't do anything. Like that's what one thing I learned was like it's not a fix. Like no. it's a tool. Yes, and so exactly. if you use the tool correctly, which is you're going to have to move your body and you're going to have to do things that you don't normally do. 100%. Uh, but if you sit there and just keep eating, like I could drink milkshakes all day with a lap band mm-hmm. and gain weight with a lap right. band. Oh, like, yeah. Yep. Like it's not. But so I learned that quick was like, okay, cardio, what do I enjoy? I don't really like cardio. So weightlifting was more uh, my thing, but still getting like 30 minutes of cardio a day. Which is still uh, good for you. Well, I mean, yeah. You, you want to add the cardio in. Yeah. Well, our doctor sure. says straight up she wants the strength training yeah yeah she wants that more than anything because you lose muscle mass yeah when mm-hmm. you're doing uh the surgery so yeah. they're like just keep as much muscle as you can mm-hmm. yeah. it's gonna burn more too yeah. so. well when you lose muscle mass your back can hurt your knees can hurt your ankles because you're losing all of that muscle that you had already built up yeah. in those areas and so. i remember you told me that you're gonna your advice was you're gonna learn to be uncomfortable Yep. Being like being comfortable about being uncomfortable. You're, yeah, you're just that's just got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, because yep. yeah. you're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to do things you're uncomfortable with that you're, before your entire journey. Your entire that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just going to happen. Mm-hmm. Things will like feel that. awkward. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I really like that. But it's it helped so me in a lot of ways. Like you don't realize in the moment, but like okay, 450 pounds. In your brain of somebody, like my brain, I didn't feel like I was 450 mm-hmm. pounds. I didn't notice it as that much because I was always, I'm always a very confident person. I didn't feel like there's anything I couldn't do that I wanted to do. I didn't think there was any girl I couldn't get that I want to get. Like I didn't have like the normal, if you're a big guy, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm big. I don't want to talk to people. Like, mm-hmm. no, I was like, oh, this, like I'll do whatever I want. So mm-hmm. it was interesting because then uh, that bike ride was like, oh, I can't ride a bike. That was a slap in the face. Yeah, because in yeah. my brain, I don't think I'm 450. In my brain, I think I'm just a normal size. Yeah, because I think if you were if you were thinking that you were like, I'm 450 pounds, you wouldn't have probably bought the bike. No. But you were like, oh yeah, t- it's probably fine. Yeah, yeah go I ride, a, ride bike. a bike. Yeah, everybody rides a bike. Yeah, like no, I wasn't thinking. So well, I remember you were telling me when like. 
when you guys go to Disneyland and Disney World and stuff like you, there are certain rides like yeah. that, that was getting to you. Yeah. Well, I have big shoulders mm. and I still have big shoulders. So like the harness to go over the top is helped by losing weight. But there, mm-hmm. yeah, there were some rides where I'm like, I can't get on the ride. Um, and so that was uh, painful. But then I was like, my the way I do things, I'm like, well, I can manipulate this. <laughs> so because at Disney or those places, if you can't get on a ride, they'll put you on another ride in front of the line. Uh, so I would be like, oh, I can't get on. I'm too big. Well, which ride do you want to go on, sir? I want to go on this one. So then we go on the front of the line because you're too big to ride that ride. Wow. So, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it, it was when we went. I don't know if it still is, but yeah. It well, probably not is. right now. Not right now. Yeah. But I would use it. So I would just flip it to make it a positive. So then mm-hmm. I wasn't all depressed all day because I couldn't get on a ride. Right. So know? that's how you justified it in your yeah. brain. Yeah. Like okay. I, I made myself feel better of like, well, I'm going to use this as a tool to skip a line for my family. Yeah. You know, um, instead of like sulking all day and just yeah. letting it get so to you're me. like, I'm actually helping my family yeah. by getting to the front of the line. I don't so have, it's fine. Well, yeah, I don't have me and my wife don't have to wait in line with three mm-hmm. kids and I can go right to the front. Yeah. I'm. I'm happy about that. That sounds awesome. So, yeah, you know what I mean? So you spin it to make it a more positive thing. Mm -hmm, But, yeah, yeah, there was things you just don't, you just don't think you can do. And I thought I could do that. I couldn't do. But the more the weight came off, Mm -hmm. I I was noticing, like, even being a better husband. Like, I was a horrible husband at 450 Mm -hmm. because you can't do enough for your spouse, even though you think Mm -hmm. you are. Because as I got smaller, I was doing more and more things for Kelly ah. that I wasn't doing at 450. But in the moment, you don't think that. But then you start noticing, you know, hey, I can do the yard for her. Or I can help mm. her with stuff or I can help with the kids because we had stairs. I'm like, I, in my, my mind, I'm like, I would never really go upstairs with the kids because mm. I, I was winded by the time I got upstairs. Yeah. But as the weight got down, it didn't matter. You, mm. just, you just run upstairs yeah. like it's not a big deal. But you just realize that you're like, oh, I kind of was a shitty husband for a little bit. That kind of sucks. I feel like you, like, I feel the same way sometimes where I'm like, I was bedridden. Cody did everything. And now looking back, I'm like, oh, yeah, that really sucked. Mm -hmm. Like, that really sucked for him because he literally had to make dinner. He had to clean. He had to take care of me. He had to bring me stuff. And now it's funny because he's like in his brain, I'm still sick and I'm still in pain. And so there's I'll start to do something. And he's like, oh, no, I've got it. I've got it. I'm like. No, seriously, I could do it. Yeah. Like, just let me do my own laundry or something. Right. It's something really small that he's just like, oh, no, I'll take care of it. Yeah. So, I, mean, I just learned a lot from that piece was like, mm-hmm. get, do more things. So, but as yeah, over the year, just kind of worked out steadily and, you know, came up on the first year anniversary. And I did a, my first 5K that first year, which is hilarious because they're like, yeah, Matt, do a 5K with us. And I'm like, cool. Is it like, is it easy to do like a 5K? Because I've never done a 5K. Like, why would you do a 5K at 450 pounds? Like your knees are going to explode. So I was like, I'll do it. So I'm like, I probably should train. Mm -hmm. So I did like the couch to 5K app. How's that? It was fun. It was good. Yeah, the app is great. Like whoever makes that app, kudos to them. It's awesome. Um, But I did it on the treadmill. Um, and then I was like, we probably have to do it outside because okay. you're going to be outside anyway. So yeah. I, we, uh, Patton Parkway in Vancouver is a very long road. So I'd park there and do there and run back and forth, huh. run, walk, run, walk. Cause that's how the app does. It'll like run for two minutes, okay. walk for two minutes. Like it'll get you to 5k in a certain amount of time. That's kind of really cool. Yeah. yeah. Does it talk to you? Like, yep, it talks like to you. Why you're doing it? Yep. So you just have your earbuds in like you would yep. music? Yep. It tells you, you now this. slow down to walk. Oh. And then it says funny. now pick up speed to run. Oh, I'm so doing yeah, like, You need to do it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Because I've, I've been running, but yeah. like I don't have, if someone told me, okay, this is when you stop, this is when you go, yeah. it'll be so much easier. Couch to 5K. Because now okay. I'm just trying to figure out how much longer yeah. I can go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it comes race day for 5K. Okay. I'm all excited. Yeah. 
going back, my outfit was horrible. Looking back, <laughs> by the way, I, I had these like long blue socks on. Like I, it was, it was crazy. It was so funny. But I was being a bunch of friends from work, and we get there and like, oh well, you, the f-, I go, oh, so you just run around the track because it was at a track, and she's and she's like, no, you have to run through like the woods and oh. like elevation is insane and then come back down and i'm like you told me this was an easy 5k i didn't know i was running up mountains yeah and she's like oh my bad like sorry so let's get lined up so that's not your traditional 5k no it's not traditional 5k at all no so like i'm kelly and the kids are there and they're laughing and because i'm like like dad dad's gotta go up the mountain so so yeah so we took off and i'm going up the mountain dying and coming down breathing and just so all of it i mean the funny thing was they had like signage up to where you go i missed the sign and got ahead of everybody else and everybody's like man how'd you get ahead of everybody else i'm like i'm really fast (laughs) i'm trained for this i've been working out for a while not knowing i missed the sign and then on the way back again my second lap i'm like oh i didn't even go left here my bad we'll so see. then i went left and did the, 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 the actual one. yeah oh that yeah. is funny but yeah it was uh it was intense but you did it i did it yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool finished. i finished yeah i finished a 5k i think it was in like 45 minutes that's 50 good minutes. i think it was something like that how long is a 5k 3.2 miles yeah, 3.2 okay. miles so about an hour yeah it's about an hour okay. i finished it in an hour yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I was excited because I'm like, oh, I just did a 5K. Yeah. Like, it was pretty cool. You're like, I can so, officially say that I've done a, yeah. a round of 5K. But I remember it very clearly because yeah. the next day I weighed in and I was down 100 pounds flat. So that was cool. Like, wow. did a 5K, down 100 pounds. Those are really so, cool non-scale victories. Yeah. That's yeah. So awesome. I was down to 350 and okay. I was probably like nine months in 10 and months you were in. feeling amazing at that point yeah i felt great yeah okay. i felt great and i mean as you guys know the more weight you lose the more compliments you get the more mm-hmm. confident you get yeah and then you and i already have high confidence so it's, yeah. it just made it worse yep um but yeah it was it but was your great. energy level like yeah. did, did the fog go away did you have fog before because yeah. i know i did like no i, I did i don't you don't think you do in the moment but yeah, yeah it definitely i had more energy and i had a hard time sleeping i don't know if you guys had that but i had like i just couldn't fall asleep after surgery your brain was just going just constantly thinking okay. like i constantly just could i noticed that if i eat uh higher protein mm. and very low carbohydrates mm-hmm. i have a hard time sleeping like i'll fall asleep but mm. i'll fall asleep at two wake up at seven i won't be tired when i wake up though but huh. it's just i don't need as much sleep for me wow. um, when i eat that way oh okay um, we'll have to look into that yeah yeah, yeah. See if well, there's a reason we're gonna have your nutritionist on we should ask her yes Right yeah. now, I think there's less. I was kind of reading up on it a little bit. It's the sugar that's do with the carbs, and it releases something into your body, like a hormone, when you have them. So to make you more tired. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're like, I was told if you're gonna have carbs and you have trouble sleeping, have them, have them later at night uh, okay. to help you sleep. But I, I just, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Okay. So, but it was, uh, yeah, it was interesting uh, doing that. But yeah, so that's the first year, and then just kind of it got down to three thirty seven. Okay. And just kind of sat there for, for how pro- long? Oh, probably three years. Wow. Well, for you know, two more years after that. So yeah, my third year, I was still three thirty-seven. Really? Like, I didn't gain, I didn't lose. Hmm. Three thirty-seven. So maintained. Yeah, maintained. At that point. Just chilled out at three thirty-seven for a couple of years. Yeah, and then finally, I was like, uh, we had my son, mm-hmm. um, who's four now. So it was about four years ago. He's so cute. Um, in twenty sixteen. So it was about yeah, it was about the two and a half year mark, three yeah. year mark into the surgery. I was like, okay, I need to lose more weight. Like mm-hmm. this is getting, and that's when I hired the personal trainer. The dick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, he who must not be named. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I hired him through a friend because she was getting great results. 
And she was training for uh, NPC bikini competition. Wow. But she was a thick girl. Like, she's a big girl. Okay. And she's like, no, this is my goal. I want to lose a bunch of weight, and I want to do the competition. That's awesome. So, yeah. and she killed it. She ended up doing the competition. She won, like, she got, like, third place, I believe. So, she's... Wow. amazing. Yeah, she did great. She did oh, great. Wow. So, she hooked me up with him, and, and I don't blame her for being... She got robbed just like I did. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so then he was like, okay, we're going to put you... Kind of like a bodybuilder diet. Okay. Which was six meals a day. Um, high, protein. high protein, low carb, mm-hmm. um, lower, higher carb than I was used to. Okay. Yeah. It was cause I would go probably 25 grams of carbs a day for me. That's what but Kelly he, does. But he yeah. had me a lot higher than that. He'd be about 75 to a hundred. Okay. okay. Um, just for the energy for the workouts mm-hmm. and then working out five days a week, cardio seven days a week. That's a commitment. Yeah. I did it for five months. Um, and, um, went from 337 to 290. So that's 47 pounds yeah. in five months. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's a lot. pretty damn good. That's yeah. intense. Yeah, I felt great. I looked crazy. You did. Uh, I mean, I looked good. I looked damn good. But I was, uh, it was weird. Like, I just, because all of a sudden I had a jawline. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was, and then, like, we walked into, like, Ross Dress for Less. And you guys know when you can buy yeah. something you've never been able to buy before. Like, uh, yeah. 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 Like, how do I buy an XL and it fits? Like, that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. And it was, like, a $7 t-shirt. Because you're when you're bigger. You have to spend more. You spend more. Yep. It's nuts. It's a racket. Yeah, it is. And I get more fabric. But, come on, it ain't that much it more fabric. It isn't that much yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was shopping at the Fat Guy store, uh, uh, DXL, paying $55, $60 a shirt. Oh, jeez. And you paying $7. I'm paying $7 yeah, at 290 you just randomly find a shirt and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I really like this. I'm going to buy this. Yeah. Because when we went and saw um, Chris D'Elia. Yeah. You were yeah, in he's that popular shirt. now. I know. I'm sorry. I don't know who that is. He's a comedian. He's a, comedian. Oh, he's well, a silly why. comedian, but he did some bad He likes doings. underage girls. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. So. Um, oh, okay. We just all found out. Yeah. Oh. So, Anyways, so, but yeah, I was legit. tiny. I was tiny. Yeah, because there's a picture of you and Eric. Yeah. And like, Eric's in the Tupac shirt and you're in the Biggie shirt. No, opposite. Or vice versa. I'm in the That's Tupac. Funny. He's in the Biggie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and that, you look great. I know. Yeah. Because yeah. so that when you were 290? That's 290. Exactly 290. That's the lowest I've ever gotten is 290. Now, uh, as of this morning, it's three forty. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So, I, so fast forward, got to two ninety. I got a vasectomy in August. Okay. Uh, right when I was two ninety. Got it. And then we moved um, because uh, from Lacey. That was the Lacey move. Yep. To uh, back to Vancouver, back to Vancouver uh, Washington, because the owner of the house we lived in wanted, was getting a divorce, and, one, uh-huh. and so they're like, "Do you want to buy the house?" And we're like, "We love your house." But it's next to a train station. Oh. Like the railroad tracks, Amtrak would go by every night. It would shake our room. Like that's oh, how no. bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, eh, no, and we only want our room to shake for good reasons, not because of a railroad. Yeah, so. Seriously. For sexy time, yes. not, any, not a train. Yes. And Unless so, it's the Kelly train. Well, you know, <laughs> all aboard the Kelly train. That's right. Uh, well, only Matt aboard yes, this the is Kelly true. train. <laughs> this is true. Um, but yeah, so we were like, now, nah, well, so we moved back. Um, so all of that, I just stopped working out because, oh. you know, dealt with life. Yeah. You had life and yeah. you just kind of put it, I put it, I put it back, back burner. And yeah. so it wasn't a priority. Anymore. No, it wasn't a priority mm-hmm. anymore. It was like, oh, I'm 290. I should maintain. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I got this under control. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, you know, you fast forward, that's August. So you fast forward like November, December. And I'm like, huh. Mm-hmm. That $7 shirt, it doesn't fit anymore. Um, That's a sign. So then I go way in and I'm like, oh, I'm 310. Huh. You're like, okay. How'd that happen? Hmm. Well, I mean, I know how it happened. Yeah. Got it. So then I kind of hovered around there for a little bit more. 
and then just you know life happens and i and then i was like i was in constant pain from the lap band and when so, you... uh, and it, I wouldn't say pain. It was just really uncomfortable, yeah. like feeling bloated all the time. And you're just kind of over it. At I was kind of done with it. Mm-hmm. And so I went back in, saw Dr. Patterson. Um, uh, it wasn't his, her assistant, but it was another doctor at her office. Okay. And he's like, yeah, we should probably get it out and then get you scheduled for sleeve or gastric. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. Let, let's one step at a time. One step at a time. Let's just get this thing out first. Okay. And so they're like, okay, cool. Your insurance will probably approve it because they approved it last time. And there's a medical reason. It's not because you're bored. Like mm-hmm. you actually have a problem. And right. it wasn't like I had a problem. Like they couldn't find anything wrong. Mm. Uh, they said maybe some of the scar tissue around the area was causing it. But in the band itself, it's just, I just dealt with it. Like it wasn't the thing, anything anybody did wrong. But you so. had it the entire time. Yeah. From day one so, to yeah. day then it wasn't. So they took it out um, in December 1st of 2018. Oh, wow. So it was the same day. Same day. Yeah. Wow. How crazy is that? Four yeah, years Four years then. to the day they yeah. took it out. Um, but I, you know, it's funny because you look at a photo from when I got it in the same hospital and then when I had got it removed, it's, I looked completely different. It's hilarious. You'll have to send us that. Yeah, well, it's really funny. Yeah, it's really funny. So I have a question before you go forward. Yeah. So you said that they asked you that you're like, nope, I'm just going to take it out. You're going to go home and talk to your wife. Yeah. How was that conversation then? I mean, it was easy because she didn't want me to have the surgery anymore either. So I, I wasn't like, um. I thought about it, but then I was like, okay, I I just, I don't like the idea of my stomach being cut in half okay, okay. or shaped like a banana. Like, is it just the shape of the banana that offends you? Or? I mean, I'm used to phallic shapes because um, <laughs> I'm a guy. You should be able to be fine with that. But no, I think it's more of just like, that's pretty permanent. It is permanent. Yeah. And I have a hard time with permanent mm-hmm. things. Okay. I can't sew that back together. No, you cannot. Um, and so I was like, I still like Kelly supported me. My wife, she's like, you can do whatever you want. Like, I'll support mm-hmm. you. Um, I go, well, at this time, I just want to get it removed. And then let's get through healing from that. And then let's make mm-hmm. the decision. So they took it out in December. I immediately felt amazing. Okay. Like all the, all that bloated pain was gone. That so obviously awesome. it was from that. Um, and I was, well, I was like 325 right around there. So I went okay. from 290 to 325. And that was. Yeah, December 2018. Okay. So, it's coming up yeah. so then I healed in like March. They were like, hey, do you want to come back in and talk about getting you sleep or gastric? Cause mm-hmm. he's like, and they really wanted gastric because they were just like, hey, we'll get you down to 185, 200, mm-hmm. and then you're set. And I said, oh, I'm going to think about it. Appreciate the call. Um, you know, and just my ego is like, oh, I can do it myself. Like, yeah, I don't need, again. like, I, I, yeah. I'm like, I know what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I just have to actually do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, come 2019, uh, 2019 was a horrible year for me, just emotionally and with, mm-hmm. with stuff going on family and work. And, mm-hmm. and so now I ballooned back up to like 385 in 2019. Oh, wow. So, and then I was like, oh, wow, this is. I'm, this is not good. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was like December, January ish, uh, December, 2019. Yeah. I'm like, huh, this isn't good. So, yeah. well, and I yeah. noticed, but I didn't know if I should say anything or not. Oh, like, would no. you have wanted me to? I don't know. It's like, I would have just said, yep, you're right. Okay. Food tastes good. <laughs> like, no, I mean, I appreciate it. It's, it's almost me. Like you got, I have to make up my mind. Like it's you have not, to make the decision yeah. Like own. anybody can tell me, my wife can tell me, Hey, you're getting a little big or mm-hmm. you guys. And I'd have been like, yeah, you're right. But I, 
like, let's move on uh, with the day. Yeah, yeah. like, like just to point out the obvious. I'm going to go over here and eat some chips. Yeah, like, yeah. I understand this shirt is too tight, but yeah. I'm going to wear it. So, um, <laughs> but no, like, I had to make it for myself. And so I was, um, I listened to Joe Rogan podcast a ton. Yeah. And I follow a couple like Mark Bell and, and Chris Bell. And they, they've made a couple documentaries on health or on Netflix and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Bigger, Stronger, Faster. I watched that. Okay. So that was, it kind of got me back into like, okay, I need to do something. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they kept talking about carnivore diet. Mm. Yep. And car for people who know carnivore diet, it's literally just meat and water. Like that it's is it. Kind of what we were supposed to it, be it's, on. It's, yeah, post it's, post it's, it's really post op, yeah. which you're supposed to be on. Yep. Um, but in my mind, I'm like, I can eat steak every day <laughs> and yes. drink iced tea and lose weight. And I was 387 when I started that. Yep. And I was like, and I started that in March of this year, mm -hmm. okay. 2020. And I was like, I'm going to do it for 100 days. Mm. So I did it for 102 days. Um, I went from 387 to like I said, I'm 340 this morning. So 40, That's so 47 pounds. Great. Yeah, yeah. So that like helped a lot. Does your family do it with you? Yeah, uh, my do wife does. She'll, okay. she'll she mixes in vegetables though. Okay, um, and fruits. Um, but I do straight meat. So. Kelly's yeah. shaking her head. I know she uh -huh. is. So. What do you want to say, Kelly? Jump on I in. I did not do carnivore. Okay. <laughs> I, well, she did a keto version I of carnivore. I cut out carbs for the most part. Okay, yes. so okay. you were keto, well, I was he was more carnivore. Keto. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. carnivore. So I, would, like I, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I loved it because I would like, okay, I'd have like two eggs with some sausage for breakfast. And then for dinner, I'd have a steak. And that was it. Yeah, which, yeah. Like, Again, post-op diet. Like, yeah, that's, that's it. That's what yeah. we would and eat. It and, I, and to me, it was like, um, I kind of used my body as more like a science project, kind of mm -hmm. like math too. It was like, hey, if I put this many calories in and then I work out, what then I, I minus out? this calories. And then I'm like, oh, a pound of fat's 3,500 calories. Because I like math that way. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I can manipulate the math to work in my favor. Melanie's the same <laughs> so, way. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's how <laughs> my brain works. Bam, straight. But yeah, carnivore, I loved it. I mean, okay. I, and then it's interesting because it goes against conventional wisdom of like, you're supposed to eat three meals a day and you're and supposed to do vegetables. Fruit, yeah. But I tell you, I t all I did was eat meat for 102 days and took, uh, I took vitamins. Okay. And that was like a one a day. Like, so are you still doing that now? I'm doing a hybrid of that where it's okay. just, it's, I did add in vegetables after the 102 days because at the 100 day mark, I was like, I want to taste of vegetable like and it was kind of crazy because you go it's like no sugar yeah. like and so i had like an orange like on day 102 yeah my yeah. mouth uh, kelly brought me an orange in, and i'm like this is insanely sweet and it's just an orange <laughs> did you put sugar on this like yeah, yeah it's kind of crazy so i've added those vegetables back mm -hmm. in um and so you know I, orange is a fruit uh, yeah okay. but i added vegetables as well uh <laughs> you know brussels sprouts and stuff like that i love brussels sprouts um but yeah so i did that and now i'm just kind of hovering around three 40 and then i'm um tomorrow monday recording this on sunday is going back on carnivore i took i took like a three-week break okay and so, so how long back. are you gonna do it another hundred days another hundred yeah. okay yeah so i found what works for me yeah um and it's interesting because it manipulates like your hunger because like i won't eat my first meal until one or two in the afternoon so you're doing fasting intermittent fasting yeah. with the carnivore yeah and it's okay. but it wasn't like i planned to do that it's not like the it intermittent yeah it's not okay. like the intermittent fasting where like you skip breakfast you know because it's okay. like the popular thing is like mm -hmm. well i do intermittent fasting i didn't have breakfast like yeah. i literally just my hunger dictated it so mm. i was like i would get hungry around one or two i'd have a piece of meat 
And then I get hungry. I would have dinner around six or seven, a piece of meat. But I like the fact that you are aware of that. Like you're not forcing yourself to eat breakfast no. because it's breakfast time. Yeah, no. Like no. you were like, okay, I'm not hungry, so I'm going to eat when I'm hungry, yep. which is I feel so like so much better. And a thought that you get from weight loss surgery. You know, yeah, that's... is you're like, I'm not going to eat because there's no room in my stomach. Right. You yep. know. Yeah. And so now, do you think that thought, that thought process just continues? I think it rolls right into it. Yeah. It's just because a lot of people think you have to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think that's right. I I think you, um, if that's what you need for your, I think everybody has their own needs, Mm -hmm. you know, and we try to put all these people in certain boxes, Mm -hmm. but carnivore works for me. It might not work for anybody else, but it works for me. And Like it didn't work for Kelly, your wife. Yeah, Kelly didn't like straight carnivore, but on keto, she's lost 70 pounds. Oh, wow. So, you know, so it's like, it's, it just depends on what works for you. I've also mm-hmm. seen a lot of guys on carnivore lose 200 pounds in a year. Oh, wow. Like I was talking to a guy on Instagram who knows Mark and Chris Bell. And then I started actually talking to Chris Bell, who made the movie um, oh. through Instagram about wow. carnivore. And like, he's like, yeah, keep me updated on your progress. Because um, this guy lost 190 pounds in a year just on carnivore. That's amazing. Like, so crazy. You know, yeah. and it's interesting, too, because you start looking at, uh, I was doing butcher box for my meat. Okay. So it's a subscription based service. I get 24 steaks a month. That's, um, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, How much was it? it was 270 a month. So no, I got all filet mignon. Oh, yeah, of course you did. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, they're only they're only six ounce filet mignons. So, I Which mean, is perfect size. Yeah, like, exactly. And so you think you need this huge steak, but literally I would have, uh, you can have eggs and you can have, I don't, I never, I, because of the weight loss surgery, I stopped drinking milk and I never acquired, acquired the taste for it again. Oh. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't drink milk at all, really. Uh, okay. Maybe once every couple of months. What about cheese? Uh, I love cheese. Okay. Yeah, cheese is good. Okay. You can have cheese that. Is good. You can have that on carnivore. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, I would just have like for breakfast or lunch or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I, I would have because you have eggs, so I do scrambled eggs mm-hmm. with some sausage, and then I'd have steak, or I'd have steak for lunch and steak for dinner. What about sauces? You can have sauce, but I usually do sugar free. So like okay. sugar free ketchup, sugar free barbecue sauce, okay. uh, mustard, zero calorie. Yeah. I was really just focusing on the calorie number. Okay. That, like that was made it easier for me because okay. I wasn't focusing so much on the food. It was more like, okay, like, okay, those two six ounce fillets, if you put nothing on them, um, are only 225 calories a piece. Right. Nice. Nice. So you're like, oh, wow, that's only 500, was that 450 calories mm-hmm. in a day? Yeah. I'm like, okay, of course I need more than that. Um, yeah. I, right. I, um, so I would then add in, okay, maybe because uh, they're so small, I'd have two steaks or I'd have steak and eggs, mm. you know, but sometimes I would be just too full. Now, are, are you working out during the carnivore diet? No, I didn't work no. out one time. Wow. I didn't work so out one time. it's literally just changing your relationship with food is a big deal. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in it's 80% your diet and Correct. 20% of working out. Correct. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's yeah. very true. Because you can eat totally dirty and then work out and you're going to get net zero. There's nothing. It's not going to help you. I've done that. You're not yeah. going balance <laughs> no. to balance the scales. Yeah. Just by, no. I'm going to go hard at the gym for an hour, yeah, exactly. but I'm going to go home and eat two McDonald's meals. Exactly. Right? McDonald's it's, meals. You're like, never going to outwork your diet. Yeah. So no. that kind of clicked for me too of like, okay, so I just need to get the food under control. Mm-hmm. Yes. Plus, I'm not good at multitasking. If you have me do food and working out, just like with the trainer, I can do it for about five months. Yeah. And then, and then I'm done. Drop off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's usually the working out, you know, mm-hmm. um, we, I do have a home gym that I built in my garage, okay. um, which is nice so that I don't have to go very far. Um, but it's, it's, I haven't used it 
mm. really maybe three times this year because I'm trying just to make sure I have the food under control. Mm. So. I feel like that was my viewpoint when I first was post-op because I remember having the conversation with Ellen because she's like, you need to start going to the gym. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I like, I feel like in my brain, I need to get my food under issues control. Control controlled. And then once I'm bringing in enough calories and I know that I'm stable, then I can add other stuff. Yeah. But I mean, it took me over a year to start finding something that was active. Yeah. Because I needed to have oh. my brain firmly in like outside of work. Right, right, right. Yep. Yeah. Um, I needed my brain to be fir firmly in the moment. Yeah. Of yeah. Food. And the main reason why I told you that too was because like I regret and I know it's only like two extra weeks, but I regret the two weeks I could have gone earlier. Oh, gotcha. Because I, I feel like I got to 179 and I never got any lower than 179. And it's very frustrating because <laughs> all I wanted to get to was 170 or, or in the 160s. Mm -hmm. And I know I got there a little bit, but it wasn't enough. And I feel like if I got those two extra two weeks, because we know how fast we lose weight in the very in beginning. The beginning. Right. Yeah. I was like, I probably could have totally been there if I would have just went earlier. Gotcha. So that's kind of like where I get yeah. regret yeah. and frustration from. So yeah. that's why I was like, don't do that. Yeah, she definitely it. was like, don't do that. Like, as soon as you can, go to the gym. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't. Like, there's something in my brain that's telling me just focus on your food. Yep. And, I mean, I I went all in with my food. Like, I didn't eat sugar. I didn't eat carbs. Yep. Like, I was very restrictive with my diet. Now I can add stuff in, but I don't feel like I have to binge yeah. when I have it. And right. I think that was my main point is that I binged like crazy. Yeah, I just... um I, the food is the biggest thing. Like, it's got to be, you have to have it under control. And that's for me. I can't, I can do the workouts mm -hmm. and have the food, but I just know i rather just focus on the food. Because I'm like, how do I get the biggest bang for my buck? Right. Well, 80% of it's diet. So, and so that's, that's what worked for me. But yeah, so now the goal is to get to 220 mm -hmm. um, through carnivore and then adding in some weightlifting because um, I feel like I have the cadence and the rhythm of, I have done it for 100 days. I kind of yeah. know how this works. Yeah. But I don't think carbs are bad. Like, no. I'm not that kind of person. I just mm -hmm. think, for me, like, that's what I need. Like, I'm mm -hmm. a big guy. I shouldn't even have carbs right now mm -hmm. until I'm at the weight where I should be. And then but, you can start adding then you little add, things. Yeah. In then you add there. in, you know, add in some yeah. rice. Or you add in healthy carbs, you know. Mm -hmm. Um you know, but even on like 600 pound shows, they're like, you're getting 1200 calories a day, high mm -hmm. protein, low carb until you get to your weight goal. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. You know, and that's how I look at it is like carbs aren't bad at all. They're good for you. No, they are. Certain yeah, ones. Certain ones. Yeah. yeah. Not the McDonald's burgers. No, and stuff or, like that. you know, binging no. on an entire cake. Yeah. Like that's, that's not going to do you any good. Exactly. But, you know, having a, you know, a fried potato or, you know, like a baked potato. That's fine. Yeah, a, a fried baked potato. potato. Yeah. Fried potato. Don't do that. Um, and then, or, you know, there's the quinoa or, yeah. you know, there's healthy grains and, and brown rice and things like that that you can eat. Totally. Even my nutritionist, because she was with Mel, like, she was like, you need to eat a couple grams of carbs in your day. Because, yeah. like, I don't eat anything. Yeah. Um, and she said, you know, whole grain bread. And I was like, well, that's not going to happen. No. <laughs> I was yeah. like, uh, no, I can't go from like not eating carbs for a year to eating bread. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's not going to happen. It would feel real weird. Uh, yeah. The first bite of potato I had was, I think it's 13 months. Mm. And I was took one bite of it. And I was like, okay, that's enough. Cody's like, no, you you need to take two more bites, like at least, because <laughs> you're awesome. not getting any carbs. And I was no. like, I'm, I'm fine. I don't need to eat anymore. That's now so I can funny. control it. Yeah. But back then it was like, I'm going to eat this and I'm going to gain all 120 pounds back. Yeah. Which yeah. is not physically possible, but 
like yeah. all overnight is what my brain was thinking. So yeah, I had it, to learn like balance because like, and I think everybody does too, is like you eat, say you slip up, everybody's going to mm-hmm. make a mistake. Oh yeah. So, but instead of having that ruin your whole week, it's like, it's one meal that you messed mm-hmm. up on. So just do better at dinner than you when you screwed up at lunch. But it's so hard to be like, nah, I screwed up at lunch. I'm taking advantage of dinner. We're going all out. That's what everybody does. Yeah. yeah. And so it's taken me a long time to be like, I'm finally at a place where it's like, okay, I think I messed up on carnivore twice in 100 days. That's really good. But I didn't freak out because I was like, okay, I'm still losing weight. It's one meal. Mm -hmm. I'm back at eating meat only mm-hmm. the next meal mm-hmm. um, and I didn't let it derail me. Well, and I feel like it's really easy to do the carnivore diet at a restaurant because it's you just super say easy. no sides, no no sides whatsoever. Yeah, yep. just give me just, a just burger patty me. or chicken or fish yeah. or steak, steak and just bring me that with nothing. Yeah. And they're like, really? I'm like, yep. I'm like, Fine. super easy. So, I, that's, I, so for people that have a, you know, are traveling a lot or something like that like it's a good meal plan for them yeah i travel a lot for work i mean before Mm -hmm. covid i was flying to seattle once a month i was i drive from vancouver washington down to salem um every week and which is about an hour yeah it's about an hour for people i'm looking on nav right now but yeah it's so i'm always traveling for work Mm -hmm. and so for me it was easy it was like i'll just when i stop for lunch i'll grab some meat like uh, it'd be easy or like my work day starts at 10 at nine, around nine and i wouldn't mm-hmm. hungry till two so sometimes i go home around four or five but i'm like wow i didn't have lunch because i didn't want to push it i was like mm-hmm. i don't need to stop i'm not hungry until later in the day in my yeah. work day so then well, i would only eat once. stop and get fast food go home and have yeah. your steak that you ordered and that you like yeah oh yeah. the one that he makes the flame flam- is that what you made flam- out so freaking good. I think you yeah. need to make it for me. I will. I will. It's you delicious. got to come up. I Well, yes. me being me and my wife will tell you that I'm super addictive. Like when I want to learn stuff, I have mm. to like learn how to do it right. Yes. And I got to have all the tools. And so I'm like, okay, if I'm getting into steak, this has to taste good. <laughs> and I want the right temperature. And I mm-hmm. so I like got everything, learned how to cook it. And now like they made the order hard for me because they wanted four steaks, four different temperatures. But I nailed all you four got of them. It. Yeah. yeah. So. You did. yeah You're going to so. have to teach Cody. So it, it takes a lot of practice. And you have to have the right tools. Yeah. So. Well, you really he, do. We just, I just bought him a Traeger. Oh, beautiful. And so he's like still trying to figure it all out. But the first two steaks he made on it. I'm sorry, babe, but they were not good. Oh, just I've been there. Tough. They were I've, not good. They were too tough. They were overcooked. Oh, like, yeah. One of them was almost rubbery. Yep. It was really bad. Oh, no. It was really bad. But he made another one last week, and it was actually, it was pretty good. Yeah. So, I would just say, make sure you marinate them. Yeah. Which like 24 we did. hours? We mar- we I don't, I don't mar- marinate at all. You don't? So, no. No. Ah, we do. No, no. I do the Alton Brown method. Mm, and it's, it's super mm. juicy. Oh, it tastes good. Yeah. I just don't marinate. I just don't yeah. marinate. Yeah. Well, so. what he does, because he's a science, he's a food scientist. And yeah. so he says just to put salt on both sides and then you marinate for, if you just sit in like that yeah. for 24 hours. So, yeah. and, then and then when you, you throw it on the grill, then you're on yeah. grill. it depends on yeah. what you're using to cook it. Like I'll do, I like reverse sear. So I would trigger as well. Okay. And so what that means is you put it in the trigger first with your thermometer inside the steak and okay. you get it to the temperature you want. So if you want medium, you want medium rare, you mm-hmm. want whatever. I usually get it to about 120 degrees in the center. Okay. Take it off the grill. Okay. Take it to my stove where I have a cast iron pan waiting. 
that's heated uh, on high. You and, put, then you you, and then I sear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I take it off and then you let it rest under tinfoil for about 10 minutes. You got to be disciplined, okay. but for about 10 minutes. Okay. Because all I think about. <laughs> I feel like you're yelling at me. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just, I want Cody listening right now. I'm going to help him out. Uh, but when you let it rest, all the juices of the blood of the meat, like instead of like you cutting into it and spilling everywhere, it rushes mm. back into the muscle yep. and makes it a lot more tender. Uh, and so let it sit there for 10 It's hard because you smell it and it smells amazing and you want to eat it. You want to eat it. You want to eat it. And you're worried it's going to drop temperature. But when you put the tinfoil over it, it I leave it, the thermometer in. It doesn't drop temperature. It holds it all To be bit. honest, it yeah. raises temperature. Uh, oh. It still cooks. And so yep. that's why I pull it out at like 120, 119. Because it. okay. it'll cook to about 135, which well, is medium. But then you're also adding that like screaming heat for the yep. sear. Yep. And so that's going to add yep. some heat Yeah, And you only too. sear it two minutes each side. Um, and so like it took a while because you want that crust that's one way I do it or I do it Mm -hmm. the other way which is I sear for two minutes each side pull it out and then then I put the thermometer in and then I put it back on the cast iron throw it in the oven at 400 400 degrees and then once the 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 alarm goes off at 120. I pull it out, let it rest, and it gets to about 130, 135. So, question about the so. tin foil. Are we wrapping the whole thing in tin foil? Or no, just, no, no. just over the top of the cutting board or wherever your steak oh, okay. is. Okay. Yeah, okay. you don't want to wrap it, um, okay. but you just want to put it on top. Just All right. to hold, yeah, hold it. It's just to hold it. Yeah, because you don't want to go, because it's going to still cook and you don't want it to cook too far. So, if you wrap it, it'll cook really far. You'll go up to like 145, 150, oh. which is that medium well. Okay. So, those so. of you that's wondering, we, we, Decided to just change this to a steak a, podcast. A, a steak podcast. Yeah, just for yeah. a little bit. You guys are all okay with that. Yeah, right? I'm fine. Okay, I'm all right. Fine. Um, I do have some questions. Yes, so ask anything. I'm an open book. Back to surgery time. Yes. Not really surgery time. I would just say, like, what would be. Uh, what was like the best feeling that you had? Like, what was something that you learned? Non-scale victory. Yeah, like what was a good non-scale victory for you, or just even like in general with the family or with Kelly? Like, what was like something that you wanted to do but couldn't do, and now can do? Um, that's a good question. I think there's a lot of them. Um, there's being able to ride those roller coasters now mm-hmm. that I couldn't ride. Um, with the kids, there's like not worrying about weight limits on certain things. I mean, I know I'm I'm still 340, so there is some things that you have to look out for. But there, from being a 450 to 340, there's that's you know there's there's a big mm-hmm. difference and mm-hmm. so and then just clothes that i had that i i kept clothes that i couldn't wear that i liked mm-hmm. and because in hopes that i would be small enough to wear them again yeah. and then being able to put those on yeah and wear them again was like oh this is pretty cool that so, is really cool yeah. <coughs> hashtag covid so i know um, i know that you're my brother and i probably shouldn't ask this question ask how was like sex life did that change for you guys to get better worse uh, I mean, did it even change anything? Um, I don't, I mean, more, maybe probably more positions probably, okay. I would think. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you have to ask Kelly to, I mean, it, well, we are, we <laughs> are, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely we'll cover that. Melanie likes to cover sex. I don't oh, know. Fine. I don't it's know why, but I think it's important because no one likes to really like people talk like about to, it. People want to hear about it, but they don't want to ask the question. Oh, and yeah. I'm totally well, fine with asking. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> no, it's totally fine. Yeah, I mean, we had a great sex life before, right? Because again, I don't look at myself and think I'm a big guy. I can't mm-hmm. have sex. I'm like, I'm a man. I want to have sex. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so we were, we would already have sex once or twice a day when I was 450. Damn. So, um, and that hasn't changed since I got smaller. So. Jeez. Yeah. No wonder you have five kids. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Now I know so, why you call her a train. So, Jeez. Uh, oh, I, wow. I have two tickets a day to catch in. So. <laughs> two tickets a day. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I love that's it. amazing. Yeah. I love it. I'm, so glad that, I'm glad that that's intact. But so I, that's yeah, intact. no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> that word. Yeah. You can't use that word. No. But no, I mean, 
It's, uh, I think, more, yeah, just more angles, I yeah, guess, more is angles. probably the best way to say it. Well, I think because when so. Zach told us, he was like, he's like, my son, like, certain things make noises now that he didn't realize. Oh, yeah, when his, like, he was brushing his teeth, and his arm was moving, like and he thought the girls were clapping for him, his daughters, oh, and it was nice. his arm. No. Yeah, so just, like, stuff like that. that. Like, that's no. just goofy, random, like, random things that you did not expect to happen, happen. No. Um, I mean, you lose fat, in right. weird places like okay. my um my left arm is smaller than my right arm huh, no idea it. it's so it's like the worst if you like everybody has the worst part of their body that they hate mm-hmm. i have two one is my right arm because <laughs> it's the right uh, it, just the right yeah. arm my left arm I, it looks amazing um and well defined but my oh. right arm looks like i have like a butt crack in the middle like it looks oh. like my bicep is like split i know what you're talking about and yeah. i don't know why like and so i kind of looked like looked it up on google and they're like you just overtrain your right arm so then it'll fill in yeah but yeah like i hate that that was weird i didn't have okay. that before so as i lost weight it looks like i have two biceps on one arm um <laughs> and then butt on my right yeah, arm yeah <laughs> and then you just get flabby skin so like the back yeah. of my right leg mm. it, i just have flabby skin so and look at the like good thing area, no like my thigh like right below my butt cheek like i have oh, flabby skin got and it. so like i hate that area yeah um, mm-hmm. the best thing is that in mirrors you don't look at your the back of your thigh so no, i don't have to see it thing. yeah yeah that's good um but no like nothing nothing too weird but i just uh those are the main two okay so. And then you just lose, you lose fat, like in your pelvis area. Okay. So like, you know, if you're a girl, your vagina probably looks smaller. And then if you're a guy, your penis probably looks bigger. Okay. So. <laughs> because it's opposite. Well, because we sorry. talked about that. Like it does shrink down there. It does shrink. Yeah. 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 It does. Your vagina you're, does shrink. You're supposed to gain yeah. a half of an inch of penis for every 50 pounds you lose. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. But you, you always have it. It's just there's less fat around it to see. Uh, That's hilarious. Like, it's always that length. It's not like it gets larger. It's just <laughs> it's, it's like we'll take the fat from your from your belly and just we'll yeah. just move it down. Yeah. There. We just made a bunch of guys excited for like five seconds. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, lose fifty pounds, you gain half an inch. That's the miracle growth. There you go. Yeah. It's all it is is fat around your your dick. It's so. a natural penis bump. It is hundred percent. That's hilarious. So okay. yeah, yeah. So it's pretty funny. So feet. We all, well, we my, all lost feet. My feet yeah, shrunk. Yeah. I was a size 14. Now I'm a size 13 slash 12, depending okay. on the shoe. Yeah. So, I feel like that's pretty normal about yeah. a, a size, size and yeah. a half. Is My ring I size. Having. I can't wear my wedding ring that it I got married. It's, it's way too big. Like, oh. I was a size 20 ring. Wow. And now okay. I'm like a size 12 ring. Oh, so, yeah, I just switched to a silicone ring so I can swap them out. So, oh, cool. Um, instead of that ring. But, yeah, so my hands got smaller. Feet got smaller. Which is a fun, like, oh, it's, it's great. an exciting yeah. thing to be like, I just lost two sizes in my ring. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. So that was, those were good, um, good experience and shoe size. Good. Cause as you go smaller in shoe, they're easier to buy. I'm, I like shoes. Oh yeah. So you do love shoes. Yes. Okay. He's got a little bit of an obsession. Uh, do you have any more questions for Matt? I want to know, um, do you think in the future you will ever get weight loss surgery again? I think it's still on the table. Okay. okay. So you're like, still thinking. I'm not saying no. Okay. Um, but I'm also 37, so I'm getting yeah. close to 40. Yeah. Um, and so I would like this wrapped up by the time I'm 40. Like, cause okay. I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. No, no. Like, you know, like it's I so. I mean, you will to yeah, a point. Yeah, to a point. But, but I don't want to be trying to lose weight until I die. But, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like looking back on the stupid time hop app makes you feel great. Oh, cause yeah, like some days you're like, oh, look, I was really fat. Yeah. And then, and then you see like a scale picture you took and it says smaller than you are today. Yeah, and then you feel like, horrible about life. life. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess I want to get to a point where I'm done and I just okay. maintain. Okay. And okay. so if that's surgery, we'll do that. 
and because I can't mm-hmm. get it to do it on myself, then I'm I'm gonna do it. Okay. Uh, I just kind of in the middle right now. So you have like so. a, do you have like a, a a time like a point like if you hit forty, you're not there. We're going to go ahead. It's and It's got to be like thirty nine. Because thirty one and done by forty. Yeah, like okay. I want to be two ten by time I'm forty. Okay. So either get there through carnivore or whatever method, or get okay. there through surgery. Okay. So so if you are still dealing with. Um, trying to lose weight and everything, do you think you would ever go back to therapy to kind of talk about? Do you feel like it's something that you could work out in therapy or? I don't know. I've been to therapy as like a, like a group, like my wife and I went to Mm -hmm. therapy and we talked about it in therapy. Mm -hmm. I just didn't discover anything that helped me, to be honest. Like, Mm -hmm. she's like, well, you were ever, you know, they asked the routine questions. Hey, Mm -hmm. were you molested as a child? No, No. nobody touched me. Yeah. I honestly think the reason why I'm fat it's not genetics. I think it's just poor education when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And when you're come up in a poverty household, you're mm-hmm. only limited to what you can buy. And so usually mm-hmm. you can buy high sugary, easy to cook things yep. it's because it's yeah. cheap. And so when you grow up poor and that's what you eat, you mm-hmm. learn to eat that constantly. Now, my kids don't aren't growing up that way, yes. you know, and none of my kids are overweight, you know, and it's, but we also, we, we give them healthy snacks and we cook a lot for them and, and we do, them, and we teach like, them what's healthy and what's not healthy because yeah. that wasn't taught to us. Nothing against my parents. They didn't know either. You no, know, they're no. just like, Hey, I get a paycheck. I got to buy the easiest thing for kids. These kids fed. Well, and I yeah, think mom and dad's them. biggest goal was just like, we have to feed them, clothe them, make sure they have a roof over their head. They got to go to school. Like yeah, it was, that was it. They, yeah. they didn't think about food with us. They no. didn't think like, they didn't think what they were giving us was hurting us. No. They didn't even. Well, they didn't go over portion size. No. Or, I mean, how no. many times did I eat at your guys' house? Oh and, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, we would eat huge portions yeah. Yeah. and it'd be like this little tiny cup of vegetables and then like, yeah. you know, uh, the shake and bake pork chops yep. and potatoes. She'd give me and, half a tray of lasagna. She'd give me half the tray. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, but you don't know what you don't know. You and, don't. And so that's where I chalk it up to. I don't think it was some trauma or anything like that. I think it was just poor education. Mm-hmm. And then I have addictive personality. So then mm-hmm. I got addicted to the wrong things. Now, Good. if I was introduced like organic vegetables and the right food, mm-hmm. I would have got addicted to that. And that's what I would have grown up eating. Okay. So, or uh, something else. Well, yeah. That's like, the thing. Like, because yeah. we got addicted to food. Like, that's our. True. That's yeah. really like Your our drug. demon. That's yeah. Our drug yeah. I could food. be. Yeah. And you can't. You can quit alcohol and you can quit weed and heroin and all that, but you can't quit eating. You have to eat. Yeah. Well, you have to to... mentally deal with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to deal with it. In some point in time, you're going to have to say, I'm addicted to food. Yeah. What can I do to change that? Pretty much. And it's it's decision by this. It's meal after meal. Like, Mm -hmm. that's that's the thing for me. I hate. The how long it takes. Mm. I can gain 10 pounds in a week if I want. Mm-hmm. But if I want to lose 10 pounds, it's four weeks, two, mm-hmm. six right? weeks. It's so annoying. But so. I think that's a good way of looking at it. Like, okay, it's fine if I have this, but it's going to take me three weeks right? to work it off. Yeah. yeah. So kind of to think about that in that way, yeah. I think people would be more aware of what they're bringing in their body. Yeah. I think it's planning ahead too. Like even coming down mm-hmm. here today, I was like, hey, I'm probably not going to eat till probably will get home tonight around five mm-hmm. or six, which in my mind, I know, okay, I'm just going to stop and get mm-hmm. food for the whole family and eat something mm-hmm. bad. So I was like, no. So I grabbed, you know, some cheese, I grabbed some meat and I grabbed some peanuts and was like, just ate that on the way down. But to be cognizant of it and not give in to like, oh, I'll just mm-hmm. pick up fast food. It's one mm-hmm. meal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's just more of that planning. Um, now, meal planning is it works for some people. Just for me, uh, eating out of Tupperware for that long, I just kind of burned me out on it. Yeah. So. But it's easier for you to like say, 
have those snacks ready yes, yeah. so that you can grab mm-hmm. those and like just go yeah. Yeah. and be prepared that way versus every single meal. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And the big thing is like not, you know, this helps people, but the, like not getting to the point where you're starving. Mm. Like, yeah. uh, because if I get to that point, I'm going to eat whatever's you're inside. There's yeah. not, yeah. yeah. Just whatever's going to put in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. So if I, I know myself well enough to not get to that point. And That's we good. talked about that in our July check-in because I'm that same way. Like, mm. I will go all day without eating at work, but by the time I get home, I'm like, I will eat anything that is in this house. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I only keep healthy stuff in my house, so I only, I can't go very far in my binging, but it's very easy to be like, if there was... Because I've done it before where with the one bars, those fucking one bars are so good. <laughs> um, I would eat one and then I'm like, oh, I'm still hungry. I'll have another one. And it was because I didn't eat all day. Yeah. So I had to take physically take those out of my house. Smart. So that I did not binge on them. But yeah. that behavior was still present. Yeah. And I think that scared me a little bit because I was like, whoa, I haven't done that in over a year. I thought I was healed yeah. basically yeah. my brain healed. Right? Yeah. But you're not. You're, you're not gonna battle it for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's just making the 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 right choices in the mm. moment and not letting you get in too far. Yeah. Is kind of what I've learned. And so. people make Good. mistakes. You're oh, gonna yeah. make a mistake. You're gonna have a hiccup. Yeah. You're gonna fuck up yep. once in a while. Mm-hmm. But as long as you learn from it and you don't say, oh well I fucked up so might as well just fuck up the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, you know, because some people I mean Probably not that far, but like you were saying, I ate bad for lunch. Oh, I might as well just go all in for dinner. Right. And then, oh, well, we're going to eat out for breakfast, so I might as well just let it go. Right. And then it's like, oh, Monday. Yeah. It'll be fine. Everybody has a Monday. Yeah. I mean, you heard me say it earlier. I'm starting tomorrow on Monday. Yeah. You know how many times I've probably said that? I mean, probably over 100 times. We mm-hmm. had money for yeah. every time we've said that. Yeah. You would yeah. be rich. Yeah. Seriously. Well, and just to go back to the carnivore for a second, I know mm-hmm. we're about done, but like, yeah. I know people are thinking, well, the meat's really expensive. It is. Um, it, it can be. I guess it just depends on how you look at it. So, like, mm-hmm. if you're only buying meat mm-hmm. for you to eat, uh, $270 a month. Like, I don't work for Butcher Box, but I think that's a that's like a, that's a great deal. deal. That's a great deal. Like, yeah. like, I know it's 24 steaks, so there's more than 24 days in a month. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have, like, I get. I was getting um, free hand, two pounds of ground beef for free f- oh. uh, with it. So, then that came with it. Okay. You know, and then meat, like, you know, buying some chicken or something um, at the grocery store is, what, yeah. 20 bucks? So, maybe you're all in, $350 a month. Which, when you break it down you know, per meal... That's not that bad. No. No, because I spent, I just spent $170 yesterday at the store and probably mm-hmm. $70 or $80. That was just me. Yeah. So if you think about it, if I, I go to the store once a week, I'm spending more than what it would yeah. be for the butcher box. Yeah. So my And then well. that's just one way of doing it. Like I like that way, but honestly, you can go get ground beef and chicken at Walmart mm-hmm. and it's going to be what, 40, 50 bucks a week mm-hmm. for you yeah. to eat that. So I think the value and the cost is a cop out. Like people just oh, say, I think, like, I think people just don't so want to do it. They don't want to do it. Yeah. Well, and the good thing for weight loss surgery, um, people are, we eat so like we eat three or four ounces. Yeah. It's not very so much. So really yeah. most of the steaks that you get in the store or whatever, you can cut in half. Yep. Exactly. And you've got two meals. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I do yeah. think it's kind of a cop out. Yeah. Um, but I also think people, it scares people. Yeah, it does. And that's something well, different. I'd also, I learned to use smaller plates. 
Yes. Um, just because when you use it, it's something about it. Though, in your brain, when you're a fat person, you're like, there's only one thing on my plate. There should be mm-hmm. a lot more on this plate. But if you use a smaller plate, it doesn't look like there's something missing from your plate. Yeah. And so, I don't know. For me, that helped, too, is just using smaller plates. I think it's FOMO. So, yeah. 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 It's, it's the fear of missing out on yeah. whatever other food there is. It yeah. should be on this plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm like, totally. I should, like, I have a sandwich. I'm like, I should fill this plate with chips and fill this plate with this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, actually, if you're going to have that sandwich that you sandwich is probably, probably gonna be yeah. a sandwich just yeah. fine yeah but then also yeah and then also understanding a sandwich is just fine like yeah you don't have to have sides no i like, mean sides are my favorite right yeah but like we barbecued last night and i'm like putting like a little thing of potato salad and some coleslaw and everything and i'm like sides are my favorite i love them <laughs> and so i'm good. like i don't even need the meat right? i just want a plate of sides yeah. that's all i like but I, we're trained to like we have to have that meat mm-hmm. first meat yeah. is supposed to be first yeah. no matter what which i did yeah i did good job. Yeah. yeah i just do everything with math like i'm like, like mm-hmm. when i have a sandwich i'm like okay a slice of bread is 80 calories a piece. Mm. So I'm at 160. And then if I want a ham, I put ham on there. It's like two ounces is like 70 calories. So mm-hmm. I have a weigh scale. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, two ounces. And then I put that on. So I'm yep. like, I'm up to like 230 30 calories. I put a pickle mm-hmm. on, that's zero. Yeah. And then I'll put some mayonnaise on, which is about 60, 80 calories for two tablespoons. Mm-hmm. So that sandwich is maybe 350 calories if you make a sandwich like that, but you have to measure everything. Well, you and know? I, you don't yeah. most of the time with sandwiches. No, you don't measure like, anything. Throw it let's on. Add some cheese. Right. Let's add yep. some ham and some turkey, yeah. and then blah 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 blah. And yeah. yeah. So if you measure it out, you're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that's what I had to learn too. Is just kind of calories and measuring and understanding. Yeah, he's got to have that stuff. Yeah. So, I think the best good. thing we can tell people is just know if you're going to go through this process. Like you're gonna have to be organized and prepare all yes. things you yeah. have to look forward to like tomorrow you can't yeah. like wait for tomorrow to get here you have to be like hey this is what i'm gonna have tomorrow for a morning mm-hmm. like evening whatever yeah get your snacks ready to go if you're gonna go on a long drive you better go get all the good snacks so that you're not weekly shopping yeah. is a must yeah yeah you can't you have to prep it's all yeah about prep you gotta now. you gotta plan ahead and i think that's mm-hmm. the hard easiest thing to push off is like you know i like i said i could have done it today and just waited till i bought something bad yeah. you know but you just bring stuff with you kind of thing and yeah. make it work so so you don't regret the lap band at all no i don't regret it it was a cool experience um you know i uh i now look forward to kind of seeing what the future holds with mm-hmm. my weight loss journey because it is a journey it's not just you know one and done so yeah. um but you know i um i haven't put off gastric or sleeve off the table so it's still Good. there so Good. yeah all right all right well, thank you for coming on. I yeah. really appreciate it. I've been dying to have you on because I'm like, we don't have no anybody that has lap band. Like, we yeah. have to cover all areas. Yes. For sure. So, it was a pleasure. Thank you. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. I love that she's talking to you like you're a real interviewee. That's right. It was a pleasure. It was a professional hearing. It was That's a right. pleasure. That's right. I'm I hope important. everybody enjoyed it. So... Thank you. I'm just right. expecting you to be like, get the fuck out. Right. <laughs> All right, get the fuck out. It's super hot in here. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's 100 degrees. It is getting really warm in here. Yeah. Yes, I feel like is. we need to air it out. Yep. Because I know sure. if I'm sweating, y'all are sweating. For sure. Yep. Yep. All, All right. right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. If you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP where you can get exclusive content. We would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logo, Eric Vaughn for our music, Nick Dukes for our graphic and web designs, and of course, the most amazing producer in the world, Marcus with Jude and Per Productions. Thanks for listening to Our Sleep Life, a podcast for patients by patients.